This episode is brought to you by Blueprint Renovate Program, the program designed to create space in your firm to cultivate mindset change through what you do every day. Visit blueprinthq.com.au slash contact to start the conversation. So here's the question. In an industry where the rules were written over a century ago and the world of business that we work in keeps changing, how do accountants like us grow our business and its people to their full potentials, stay agile and keep ahead of the game? How do we build scalable businesses, create working cultures no one wants to leave, win new clients, stop trading hours for dollars and establish ourselves as the client's central advisors? That's the question and this show explores the answers. Welcome to the In Demand Accountant. I'm your host, Sam Dean, and I'm on a mission to transform and modernize the accounting industry and help ambitious accountants like yourselves double your revenues, work less hours, and enjoy life even more. Stay tuned and enjoy some brave conversations. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the In Demand Accountant with Sam Dean. I'm obviously Sam Dean. Bit of a milestone for us today. Obviously, we had episode 50 last week when Esther interviewed me, which is super exciting and such a thrill for me, actually. And today, obviously, 51, and and we've also tipped over the year of of having the program. So, also with everything happening, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, on a timeline, it's going to be sort of towards the end of November and obviously November 2020. It's been an interesting, somewhat turbulent year, and I'm not going to go into that. But what I'm hearing and listening to, particularly in the professional services industries, obviously accounting specifically and, you know, around as we talk to people outside is 2021 and what a great year that's going to be. And if we could just get to the end of this one. So I wanted to drill down on that because I think that we often feel like that at the end of the year. And today I really want to talk about strategic planning and actually planning and what's the difference between a term that we use, which is investigate um, to strategy or strategic planning and how we can actually use it to get ready for 2021. One of the big goals I hear from people and using a term and one of the things I think is so hard and was so hard for me early on is getting off this hamster wheel that we're on. And, you know, you wake up every day and you get to this time of year and say, I don't want to be, if anyone's saying, I don't want to be doing this this time next year, or I want to get off this hamster wheel, for lack of a definition of the word, that is, you know, our compliance and everything. And I truly believe that 2020 has not, has actually inflamed this for us. But, you know, I look back 2019 and, and even backwards and to myself in the early 2010s is that we kind of get to the end of the year. We do it twice. <laughs> we do it now, you know, coming into December, we're super tired. We're going to take two or three weeks off and we're going to lie down and have some rest and then we do it again, you know, going into July as well, obviously, with launchment deadlines and stuff from an accounting point of view, but I'm sure other experts out there will have their own hamster-wheel cycles. And if we want to get off this, we have to actually plan for it. We can't – we have to actually throw a spanner in the works and say, what are we going to do differently? And I feel that I want to – the reason why I'm really going to talk about planning and actually sitting down and creating some space and time for that 
and you know not overcomplicating it with the word strategic planning and, and all of this sort of stuff on two levels. First of all, I'm hearing a lot, and, and I know this, I've experienced this, and I do this myself. This year, we're going to actually do all our planning in December. Yes, we're feeling tired, and it's been a rough ride for everybody, including us. And But, you know, we need to bring it so we actually have a plan so we can hit the ground running in January because what we've been doing, and I know that everyone out there might agree with this, and if you don't, love to hear from you, but is that we get to January, we do our plan in January, and it takes us a bit of a momentum to get to go, and we're in February, and then we're in March, and then we're hitting those times. And this is any style of business. So this year we're actually going to do our planning and how do we want it different and what do we want to end up in the end of the year in December. So we're kind of not going to be losing those first few months. So we're really only planning for 10 months as opposed to 12. And it's hard. It's a little hard because I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm so tired. I don't know if I could be that creative. And I want to give you a great example of that and what really honed into me. So that, that's what I want to do, your own planning. And secondary, I want to talk about, you know, maybe implementing. I'm hearing from a lot of firms when we're working with them in the renovate and to go into the accelerate, which is more the advisory stuff, is like, yeah, we don't really want to do the strategic planning. We don't really want to do what we call investigates, which I'll drill down a little bit, you know, later because that's a skill set we don't have. Absolutely love hearing that because it is a skill set we need to develop. But the big strategic planning, you know, stuff that you see advertised and everything is really not for everybody anyhow, but investigating where you want to go, what you want to do, and actually having small should be used as a skill throughout all the work we do because if you don't understand where your client wants to end up, it's very difficult to do. So two main topics for today. First of all, I want to talk about everyone's individual planning and then the next one is the actual skill of investigate, which you can start using with your clients and what the difference to that is to CJIC and how you might use it then also to plan, so the actual skill set for it. So let's start with your own planning. As I said from us, and I'll tell you a bit of a story here, this has really been highlighted with this podcast. So we did the planning for the podcast, you know, July, August, and what we wanted to get from it. So when you plan and you're sort of investigating where you want to be, we don't, particularly in this world we're living in right now, and this is not a COVID thing, it, it's been happening for a while. Technology, how we do things, disruption, whether it be major viruses such as COVID or quick changes in legislation or technology, as I said before, and whatever else the world's going to throw at us, bushfires for us here on the east side of Australia last year, floods, etc. There's going to be stuff thrown at us and it's going to put us off our plans and we'll have to pivot. So that's why it's really important to sit down and think, where do I want to be in a year? What do I want to be feeling and achieving? Rather than I want to be, you know, turning over a million dollars or whatever it is we traditionally do. And I used to do that as well. So when we looked at the podcast, we kind of said, well, in June, July, and then we did most of the planning in August, September to launch it then in November. Where do we want to be sitting this time next year? And so it was very much, well, we want to have a platform that can be used and integrated into the everyday of accountants' lives that doesn't take any time out of their day and can actually be inserted in and gives them more information on, you know, from other accountants and influences in our accounting industry that 
a lot of how to as well. You know, people come to me and say, everyone's telling us what to do, but how do we actually do this change? So it was a very much, what do we want to be feeling and what do we want to do? It wasn't on how many numbers we want and stuff like that. We, some of that stuff we can't control. And that's the marketing strategy, if you know. But from our planning point of view on this podcast, where did we want to go? And what do we want to be feeling? And you know what? We're sitting here in November, which is a year, as I said, and we achieved that. Now, there were landmines and changes. We actually changed the name from Conversations with Sam Day to In-Demand Accountant for reasons, because our industry was changing. We were taking feedback. Things were happening. And so we even pivoted the name and things happened. And then obviously COVID hit and there were some, you know, bombs, you know, as our goal to have one a week, obviously being accountants, you'd all realize that if last week was 50 and we've done a year, we dropped two and that was okay. And we just pivoted it and moved around a bit because we always had where we wanted to get with it. So it gave us a really good decision framework to do it. What I learned from that because constantly learning was and I know this, I knew this in theory, and I, you know, if you've done strategic planning with us, you know that we do this. But what was, was when we did it, like it was a pre, we planned two or three months before our launch. We planned to get ready for it as opposed to uh, quite often we'll do planning as the year starts or as the calendar year starts. And it's very traditional for us to do planning in January, February or July, August. And I kind of connected it back and I went, oh, okay, well, when we renovate through firms and we're talking about budgeting for jobs and stuff, which is where this this sort of skill set starts, yeah, we want to get, you know, obviously the reaction to it in your everyday is doing the budget and everything when the work comes in. So that's a little bit like strategic planning when you start in January or the, that year. But our goal is to actually get it so we're doing that planning in May and June. And we're actually planning all the jobs out in May and June. So we're pulling it forward. So it is that structure. So that was a really eye-opener for me, even though, you know, I was doing it. So it was super interesting. So what we're doing in the everyday was then also being reflective. And this is also then about, you know, which is the next step of then taking the mystic and the hardness out of and the highfalutin out of strategy or, or planning, whichever you want to call it. You can use whatever work word you want because you know as an industry we're not trained to plan you know a lot of our planning is done on numbers how many you know tax returns and stuff can we churn and and every year we didn't do you know funnel planning or anything like that and we grew because we grew and we put the i want to be a million and we put these numbers on and there wasn't a lot of well how are we going to get there what's going to actually change so this is very much you know, what this is, but this is probably more, and I'm going to go an investigate skill as opposed to a strategic planning skill. And I'll just hone down on that. So one of the elements of our program and the skills that we look at is, you know, the assess skill. If people want to get, you know, want to engage with us and we want to engage with them and, and what the actual problem is. But the big one in it that we use all the time, which is also a product as well, is investigate, so actual investigation. So let, let's talk about that for a minute. And we can do this for anything, and it's different from strategic planning skills as well. Some of the things, you know, crossover, but very much different. So let me just give you a bit of framework on that. So when we talk about the advisory process, we look at 
assessing a situation, investigating deeper, and then delivering what the client wants. All skills and also steps in client engagement, also steps in advisory. So you can ramp those skills up and down. So the investigate piece of it is really the process of holding space and facilitating others or yourself to explore what you want, what's in most important and where they're currently at. It does it in a systematic way of, and then of helping uncover blocks and levers for success and then creates a roadmap of how to get there. The problem we have with strategic planning, which differs slight, and this is very much about doing it for, with yourself or with your staff and then ultimately, obviously, the goal is to with your clients and it can be scaled up and down. Now, when you look at strategic planning, so there was a few things there, the overlaying skill of investigate is, you know, the ability to actually hold space for ourselves and create that time. When you look at strategic skill, is defined as ability to plan for the future, prepare strategies, develop ideas to combat change and disruption, and understand blocks and challenging. When the people help you with strategic strategy or we, we actually develop the strategy. You actually develop the strategy for the clients or yourself, whereas investigate actually gets the players involved. So you can investigate for yourselves when you're the player and really drill down. Super hard to do. I wouldn't recommend it. I've tried to do it for years. It doesn't work. As also strategic planning by yourself does not work either because we can fool ourselves and we, we don't ask ourselves the questions. But investigate very much is let's do it with you as opposed to strategic plan is do it for you. And I think this is one of the big blocks that we work with is that we look at everything as we do tax returns and as we do what we've been trained to do, is we're going to do it for our clients or we're going to have it done for us, right? So how we actually look at it is, no, let's do it with you. Let's investigate. Let's get deeper. Let's ask questions. So you're going to have buy-in and you're going to really get down to what has happened previously and what can we change. They're very different. It looks on a piece of paper very similar but different. And I think, you know, I was just on the phone with, interesting, not an accounting firm, but a very much an expert firm that's very much embedded in the accounting networks and stuff that we work with. And we were just discussing that is that, you know, you get a lot of strategic planning people in all the time and they've got these amazing skills. And, you know, I've done it myself as well, that they get the strategy down and they get everything down. But then what do you do with it? And some of it you don't understand. Most of it you agree with. You understand it, but it's very much what rather than how then we go through it. And it's very much when you do these investigate pieces, you need to then, okay, that's fine. We're going to, you know, and I'll go back to my podcast here. We're going to get this platform. We're going to make it so people can listen to it and not take any time out so they can listen to it when they're traveling or whatever it is. And we're going to do it. And that's great. But then how do we get there? And what are the steps? And what are going to be our challenges on the way? Challenges such as Sam being slack and not getting her content, maybe not getting the interviewees. You know, what are going to be our challenges before they, they actually happen? So we investigate that. And then someone asking me questions as to what would the challenges be. So that that's the difference. So just to reiterate that. So... You know, going back to what we can then do with our clients is very much not avoiding these deeper strategies slash investigate. I'm going to use those words together because I know that investigate might be a new term. Even if we're looking at a bookkeeping or a database, it's like if we don't engage and really look at the beginning of our 
time with a client and get down to where they want to be with it. So let's use an example of you want to do some data management work or bookkeeping work and you know that you know they've had some frustration and you've had some frustration with them because every year the tax works very messy and you know that they don't want to pay the extra money for the services or whatever. So you would use the investigate piece here and you would say, hey, where do you want to be this time next year? You know, do you want to be sitting here having these conversations with us about how messy your data is? And do you want to be, you know, where would you want to be with the data? And they might say, oh, I'm okay with all of that. And I said, hmm, do you want to, you know, do you rely on your data? And I said, oh, yeah, okay, well, maybe, yeah, no, I do rely on my data. I, I use it all the time. And you know full well that the data is not reliable because you have to clean it up every year. So it's like, hey, if we could get you to a point, you know, do you want to be able to rely on your data? Do you not want to be able to get the course? Where do you want to be with that? And you really get future focused then. And then you get real on where you are now. And if they say, you know, things like, oh, you know, I'm, I think I'm okay with it. And then, well, how much time are you spending? You know, get really real and really ask and deep, deeply listen in a very empathetic way. And then if you can get that, then you go, okay, what's going to stop you? What's going to stop from getting here where it's a bit messy? You're having this, this issue. You're spending lots of time on it to when you're not spending as much time on it. You know, you can rely on it and you're not getting calls from us all the time, you know, to clean up your data. And they go, oh, well, really, what's going to stop me is I don't really know how to do it. You know, I don't really want to. And then what's needed to get us there and and what are the steps that you can then connect back to that outcome? Well, if we could help you, if we could actually set up your steps and make sure that everything's right and let's get down to that now and you would do a quick analysis with them, give them some quality and say, well, maybe we just need to do some more education here, maybe an education program and clean up. You know, we're going to give you some tips right now. And then what are the priorities of, okay, well, here you are with your bookkeeping. The priority is for you to, to pop onto zero, you know, do this online education course and then you follow it and they go, cool. So they've had an hour with you. They've established where they want to be. They've established where they are now. They've got much more depth of understanding where they are actually now and where their education is now. They understand what's going to cost, stop them is perhaps they're not educated enough that they will need that education and that's the priority right now. And off they go for a month and then they come back and go and you go, you check in, how are you going with that? And they go, oh, it's not really getting me there. Can you help me? Or whatever that is. And sometimes it's like, you know what, you just do it. And then at least you can then set up a bookkeeping program that they're engaged in. They want to do it, but they have a very clear understanding of where that's going to get them to and they want to go there. You might go through that process and they won't. So that's just a very basic example of how we can use Investigate. And you can ramp that up all the way to being more strategic. But what we're doing in it is we're not doing it for them. We're doing it with them. And for you guys, for everybody out there, as I said, we're doing it. And we get, obviously, other people in to help us with this process because, you know, I can get a little bit unreal at the time and, and not keep it real or, or whatever that is and having that sounding board. But what we're doing is we're bringing it back. We're actually getting ready to launch and doing the investigating now coming into the next year. So what I would do strongly suggest at least even just sitting down using that framework and or, you know, where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing next year sitting here? Do you still want to be doing what you're doing? And be very then real with yourselves about where you are right now. You know, I was talking to somebody, a CEO of a fairly large firm the other day, and she just went, 
you know, last year I made the decision that I don't want to be sitting here and just churning this stuff and I don't want to be doing client stuff. So, I, you know, blah, blah. And I said, how did you do that? How did you actually start shifting? And she said, well, I, you know, I just sat down and went through with her coach that this is what one or two things that I was going to give up. And she just concentrated on one thing and that was saying no to things actually was what, what it was, but, you know, using this framework to get to that priority. But you have to have that first thought. What do you want to actually be doing next year? Because if you, if you do what things are going to change, there's going to be disruption and the actual steps are going to change throughout. But if you know where you're heading and it's a feeling heading, it's not, I'm going to get to a million dollars or, or whatever something like that is. Now your feeling could be, I want to get to a point where I'm very safe in cash flow. And to do that, I need to turn over a million dollars. Then your thing is, I want to be safe. And cash flowing this, and if the million dollar thing changes, it doesn't matter because you're connected to it. Do it as early as you possibly can, even if that's over the Christmas break or now, even if you just spend half an hour when you finish office and write some stuff down and pick one thing that might be able to change it. The industry right now, and we would love obviously to help you with this, we're going to actually offer some short, sharp investigate sessions an hour with me for 497 which if you can you know jump on in and see book in a quick call to see if this is actually suitable for you you know jump on the website it'll be um in the notes would love to have conversations with you before december if that's fine or even if you just want to talk it through so always willing to reach out and call and we're trying to solve the problem of people feeling a little bit overwhelmed, you know, not being able to put a good space of time and just getting at least a little bit of a priority and a little bit of a feeling so we can start changing something to get everybody off this hamster wheel that we're on. Because if we don't get off that, change is going to be really hard because we have to put stuff in that's going to be a bit different, but we have to implement it into our everyday so that we don't have some big crisis later on, whether it be health or otherwise, that will force us to do it because I tell you what, I know from personal experience, change is really easy once you're forced to do it, particularly from a health point of view, and we don't want that. So give us a call, book in, and just disconnect the word strategy and the, the bigness of that to, you know, really investigating just where you're at, where you're now, what's going to stop you getting and bridging that gap and what's needed to get us there. And first of all, what's the one thing I can start doing? And then once you've got that in pattern, then you go back and you check the next one and off you keep going. Don't overwork it. Don't overdo it. Okay. So as usual, please continue the conversation. We'd really love to hear from you. Book in a call, email me, you know, reach out on the social media platforms. They're all down below um, this podcast link. Be brave and continue the conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. To check out more information on all things Sam Dean and Blueprint, go to the website blueprinthq.com.au and remember, continue the conversation and be brave. See you next time.